1: Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action.
0: That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: Hey, All 7 Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. The Houston Texans are one of the grimiest franchises in all of sports. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. the person begging Wilco to write a song about the Bears hiring Brian Dable so it becomes a reality. And with me, as always, is AJ Rich Bissachia for Coach of the Year. Marchese. Marchese.
0: (laughs) Wait, hold on. Do you just assume all Italian last names are fucking interchangeable, you piece of shit? Mm, Is what it is. (laughs) Um, I don't get this Wilco reference. Explain to me. Wilco's from Chicago. Okay.
1: Okay. Have they gotten a coach hired before? uh, uh, I can tell you for sure they haven't gotten one fired. Okay, fair enough.
0: No, it's worth a try. Uh, I think that's fair
1: listen to their album yankee hotel fox shot and then ch- kind of check out the title names and when it was released and just things are predicted maybe i'm scared uh today we're breaking down the best and worst rookies from week 18 in the nfl that's
0: going out to vegas gonna set my draft gonna set my draft on fire, seven, 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 seven rounds in heaven with my lady, driving out to Vegas, baby, looking for a Stingley or Thibodeau, who's gonna bat it on draft day, Who's going to your future picks away? Hey, who's going to reach for a blue blood lineman? The home team. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever.
1: And that's a song. There's nothing like live audio-only sports talk platforms. And there's none better than Spotify Greenroom because it is free to download and to use. And it gives you the opportunity to talk to other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. It's the perfect place to share your own experiences. And the app allows you to do that. And all you need to do is download the Spotify Green Room app free in the iOS App Store, create a profile, link your Twitter, join, and be notified when rooms go live. And don't forget to come with your spiciest takes. A uh, couple of declarations off the top before we get into our final NFL Rookie Week talk. A um, couple big ones, too. Uh, Alabama receiver, Jameson Williams, Alabama offensive tackle, Evan Neal, Kentucky tackle, Derek Rosenthal, Oklahoma State defensive tackle, Israel Antoine, Alabama corner, Josh Job, and Pittsburgh safety, John Petrishan, who I found out today has been in college football since 2015. <laughs> and I just thought, hey, I should bring that up.
0: It's something to celebrate, that's for sure.
1: Um, I mean, obviously
0: Evan Neal's the top guy here, but I think the most intriguing one because of the circumstances currently, is James Williams? Because of his yes. terrible ACL injury, the most unfortunate injury um, that happened Monday night, really fucking sucks. Was a gut wrenching moment. One of the most, I don't know, I don't want to get into too much too much details, but one of the most like visible and like I don't know, it felt like one of the, like the most watched injury. Do you know
1: what I mean? Like where everyone just
0: knew what happened. Yeah. The well, second there was it even yeah. I
1: forget who it was was saying how if the turf was better, like it wouldn't have happened. Um, like it was the turf system because of the way he planted and his, his cleats got kind of stuck in the yeah. turf and it, and it kind of twisted his knee and it Buckled, really, yeah. I, I I thought that kind of that statement really reminded people of how important good, good turf and a good field is for injury purposes because it's, kind, it's yeah, it, the, this guy was essentially saying, um, how the the turf at Lucas Oil Stadium isn't the highest of quality turf um it's it's like mid to lower tier compared to some of the higher levels in uh in sports and if not for that like his knee wouldn't have kind of been stuck and planted in that that way it wouldn't have happened it just really really is ridiculous that especially given that Lucas Oil Stadium is an NFL stadium yeah that not every pro football stadium has the highest of high level turf. Well, at this point it's 2021 or 2022 now, AJ. And (laughs) like, it boggles my mind that, that especially like the NFL PA, uh, you would think would be kind of all over something like that.
0: Yeah. And I mean, obviously that's a great point, but even like looking at the, the grass fields of the NFL, often they are a complete dog shit too. Like it's, well, I mean, yeah. Look at the look at Levi's, FedEx Field. FedEx has been a disaster for years and years. It's caused countless—maybe that's a bit of an exaggeration—but many an ACL injury. Uh, Levi's now, is fans a piece are falling shit. out of the fa- fans are falling out of the stadium now. On to Jalen Hurts. <laughs> that thing is that place is literally falling apart, and it's kind of yeah. fucked. Um, remember, like I wasn't it like raining poop there last year. Anyways, this is another story for another time. Yeah. Um, FedEx knows what's up. Yeah, the point being, uh, grass grassed across the league is shit too. So maybe this is like something to. you're right. The, the PA should be talking about this. But anyways,
1: yeah, terribly. Yeah. To, just to get back. It, it's interesting too, because Jamison Williams was such a dynamic kind of almost out of nowhere. Yeah. Player in terms of obviously he was at Ohio state the previous two years. um, And he never really had that. Like he, as a freshman, he was, he was a gunner. As a sophomore, he's kind of supposed to be the third guy who emerged with Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave, and it never really happened. Uh, they never really turned him into the the big downfield threat that uh, he should have been. Was kind of, yeah was kind of expected to be. Uh, and then he tra- when, again, I, I think I mentioned this on the show. I remember when he transferred, um, and he ended up at Alabama. I, I, I was like going from this receiver room to Alabama. Like that doesn't seem like something that's necessarily going to work out in your favor. Yeah, and then obviously, and through through all this, he was always an elite gunner, uh, but becomes this ultra freaky big play wide receiver for them, both downfield and with the ball in his hands as a yak guy. Goes on to have fifteen hundred yards and fifteen touchdowns, nearly twenty a catch, and potentially would have been like he. I, I think he, prior to the injury, surpassed Chris Olave. Uh, in terms of kind of how these wide receivers in this class stack up, and I think him and Garrett Wilson were, were going to be the top two uh, once once we got to Vegas in, in April, and and now it's just I don't know how, where things stand when yeah. it's a knee injury and you're the, the type of stylistically the type of receiver he is. Yeah. Um, on top of, I think there was already gonna be like just a be nitpicky. There was gonna be some nitpicks about lack of production prior to showing up at Alabama, and I know it's Alabama, so really I don't think there was actually going to be much of a conversation <laughs> yeah. there. But then when you factor that in with the knee, I, I, I don't know. Because like, I thought he was going to be a top 20 seal after Indy, the way I expected him to run. Obviously, he's not going to test now. How far does he fall? I
0: don't and,
1: know. And, and when he goes in the second round on on, uh, on day two of the draft to, a, to the Patriots, we're all going to be like, wow, <laughs> perfect.
0: Yeah, um, but Matt can't can't push the ball down to the field to him. So, yeah, circling back quickly, isn't it kind of fucked that like, you know, this all happens in Lucas Oil, and of course that is the home of the combine. And if they do have like, subpar turf, um, maybe the the league isn't just looking at moving the combine for only uh, entertainment purposes.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I it, it's just so ridiculous. It, it blows my mind just that. Obviously, I'm no turf expert. I, I, yeah. I, don't know the the level of turf. But when you see someone who, well, have seen issues before? Talk-
0: Remember the the big the, the championship game, the Big Ten managing the turf in the fucking end zone. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. Yeah, like uh, it, it's just yeah, yeah. it's
1: it's just so ridiculous. Again, this isn't a college stadium. This isn't a a Maction. It's not Toledo Stadium. <laughs> This is the Indianapolis Colts. Shots fired at the,
0: at the Glass Bowl. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, it's no, it's kind of it's ridiculous. Um, uh,
1: also, Evan, Evan Neal, obviously declaring, is not surprising, but big because potential number one pick. You, uh, you put I money think,
0: on him right now, first pick? I think I would.
1: Uh, I think I would because it's the Jaguars. Yes.
0: Yeah, because of the team selecting. Yeah.
1: um, And he's going to show up to the combine. Way, come in at six, seven, three hundred and forty, 340, and then talk, test off the charts. And then, you, I mean, the tape is wonderful. Um, he's pretty clearly, I think, the, the best offensive player in a weak offensive class, too. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, right? Where it's like the, the there's a good chance the top ten picks, like eight of them are defensive players. Yeah. Depending on and, the, if uh, these quarterbacks really get pushed, like they shouldn't, though. Yeah. Yeah. So, un- unsurprising but but exciting in terms of who the Jaguars hire. Obviously Trent Balky's the GM, but who the Jaguars hire could uh, indicate what direction they're What?
0: Why is Bucky still employed,
1: by the way? Sorry. Uh, did you see the fan at the the Jags Colts game who the there was a question at like halftime or something? I don't even know what the question was, but it was a multiple choice. And fire she, yeah, yeah, yeah she said, see, so. Fire Balky. That was great. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what Trent I don't know. Shog Khan... I love Shog Khan, I think. His son's pretty funny. Uh, but... but uh, Maybe not the greatest at uh, hiring people to run his franchise.
0: Yeah, the track record. Unless
1: Balky so can... Balky can get Harbaugh and fix that relationship. Yeah, there you go. I think, like, the, the yeah.
0: last... Four coaches Baki has had, like, he's GM, their coach. Like, they've all come in and he's come in and they've got him fired or something like that. It's well, pretty great. He,
1: is, isn't his only, like, actually good hire Harbaugh, who, yeah, obviously him and Harbaugh ended up not getting along.
0: Yeah, that was, uh, I feel like that never got the that, media,
1: the, like, the, the national media attention, like, it should.
0: Anyways, that's another story because
1: yeah. the, the, he, he hired Tom Sula and Chip Kelly after that, and then I think he got fired. <laughs> sick uh jim tonsula uh, anyway yeah uh I, th- I think rosenthal just uh throw one more name in here Rosenthal's an interesting one a guy who had a lot of potential at lsu never really came together showed up at kentucky plugged right in opposite Darian canard at left tackle and and had a really good year for them in in that kentucky team is a holded and worth talking about like obviously everyone knows how well mark stoops has built that program up yeah but What he got out of the transfer portal this past year between Rosenthal, Wanda Robinson, and Will Levis has been huge. Yep. Um, Also, Chris Rodriguez going back is big for them, too. And and they uh, landed a five-star tackle in in, in Goodwin, which is another big get. But uh, Rosenthal's a freaky athlete who's raw as hell, but, I mean, we've seen a lot of NFL teams willing to bet on six, seven freak athletes at tackle on day two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah like for sure just to just to throw a guy out there like walker little um was a guy who didn't play for essentially two years at stanford big recruit uh never really fully put it together at stanford but a big big athletic dude having had a pretty good year in jacksonville i think we both thought that was a big reach and uh i I mentioned that to say that he played well against the colts on sunday um, but I, I think that bears well for Rosenthal, who could quietly sneak up this board.
0: Yeah, no, that's fair. I, I didn't rewatch the Iowa game, but I thought he should be struggling a bit. But no, I think that's a that's a good one to bring up because he hasn't hasn't gotten too much buzz. But no, I mean, looking at him this summer, no, that's a good point.
1: Uh, moving quickly to the Senior Bowl, where uh, we've got the Jets and the Lions named as the coaching staffs. How do you feel? Uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun watching Dan Campbell and company coaching. Yeah, coaching I, actually, I feel the same way, way again uh, about Salah. Yeah, like, I, I think, think yeah, they're both gonna be really fun. Gonna be interesting to see who they, uh, the
0: Lions obviously that they they got rid of Anthony Lynn. It's gonna be interesting to see who those C is, um, and and kind of cool. I mean, we gotta give Nangster some credit for this one. Uh, they're actually bringing HBCU head coaches in, and they're they're assigning them to each staff. I think there's four guys. Uh, two of them are head coaches, but one one I really wanted to bring up because one is Tyrone Wheatley. <laughs> so,
1: Ty guy. Who, who yeah. Tyrone Wheatley Jr. is an NFL offensive tackle now after being a tight end at Michigan. Yeah, and they got um, uh,
0: Jackson State's OC, uh, T.C. Taylor, so that's pretty cool, and then yeah. uh, South Carolina State's D.C. And I don't know too much about them, but like I feel like he's got to be up for that, a big job soon, right, Jonathan? Jackson.
1: Yeah. What they what what they did in, uh, uh, in the celebration bowl, they put up
0: guy. prospect. Like I don't I, again, I'm I've I didn't dig in and do my research, but I figured he's going to be up for a big job so, or a good job soon. So that's pretty cool. I'm, I'm glad that Nagy's yeah, no, doing I, I
1: thought uh, that, that that was very cool. Um, getting good they're, coaches they're doing, too, which is neat. Yeah. And, and uh, they they obviously kind of the big reveal today was which. Teams the quarterbacks will be on, and so the Jets are going to have Kenny Pickett, Desmond Ritter, and Carson Strong. The Lions will have Malik Willis, Sam hell and Billy Zappi. Um, do you like how this is split? No. Okay. I think that I,
0: I think just for the Lions they should have kind of gotten the the look at that. I, I would have liked
1: to. I would have. I would have liked to see uh. Pickett and Willis on the same team because different stylistically, obviously. But to me, the two the two quarterbacks there that are worth uh, maybe an eye on the first round. I I don't think I'll have either of them there. But um, I don't know. I would have liked to see kind of this the the Styles clash. But obviously, you kind of want to split it up well, yeah. so it's, it's everyone practices. Cares. Yeah. <laughs> Although I do, I do, I do want to see how Billy Zappy stacks up against, like, in on the same field as Sam Howell because I truly believe they're a lot closer than Howell is to being a first round guy.
0: You know, I've even, you know I mean? saw some Howell hype like this week. It might have even been today. It's on, still on there. I've
1: seen. I've seen the first round hype still there. I believe Dan Brugler just mocked him in the first round. I don't so, get it. No, I don't. I don't get it either. And like, I, I don't think any of these quarterbacks ultimately are going to be worth first round picks. Two to two, three are gonna definitely end up there anyway, but uh, I'm excited to see Zappy and Howell on the same field. Where I think, Zappi's I think Zappy's gonna do more for himself than anyone there. I think the
0: way, again, this is really just a, a pocket about Zappy, but I think the way that that's <laughs> stacked up for him is a is a benefit to Bailey Zappy. Because I mean, if if you know if if Willis doesn't look the most Clean. He's always going to look awesome, slinging the ball and running the ball around. But you know, if he, if it's, it, we've seen like guys, you know, super talented guys, uh, guys who go on that have great careers, just not look that great in mobile because they're dealing with new receivers, right? So if, if Willis can slip like that and how I just don't think it's that impressive. They can
1: uh, Zappy. Zappy might have something to do that. Um, I think getting Zappy with the Lions is interesting <laughs> Just maybe, like, that's a fourth fourth round type quarterback. Yeah. Maybe you you want to. Yeah. Maybe he's their Davis Mills. <laughs> Mills yeah. is
0: legit, by the way. I'm
1: no, just saying. Oh, I'm sure we're going to hear a little bit more about that later. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it, it, it kind of loses some of the luster that it's the Jets, and you know they're definitely not in the market for a quarterback. Uh, not that pairing the Senior Bowl team with the quarterbacks like actually matters in the grand scheme of things, but it would have been more fun to speculate if there was another uh, – Another quarterback uh, needy team there.
0: Yeah, Or like I said earlier, it kind of would have been better just to th- give the Lions the,
1: the more. All the guys? Well, how would you split? Ideally, if you're the Lions, how would you have wanted to split? I don't know.
0: I mean, that's true. I, I think even if you just flip Just Bailey Zappi
1: on the Jets and everyone else on your squad?
0: Well, if, if Bailey Zappi's on the Jets, I think it's something to be said that, hey, we can kick the can in the fourth round on the Zapman, and maybe he's our <laughs> starting quarterback by week five.
1: I'm just saying. Love to hear it. <laughs> okay, okay. Is that is, is that is that all you needed to say? Do you have anything else? You, you, you didn't mention Ritter or Carson Strong there, really. Yeah, they, they play quarterback, too. Well put, well put. Um, okay, week 18. The longest season in NFL history is over. It felt like it. Yeah, thank God. It was a uh, great final Sunday, though. So. so Yo, know, I mean, if you could have erased week 17 and made this, like, didn't play Week 17 and just kept the regular schedule and this was the final week? I don't know if that makes sense. But. No,
0: it doesn't. But that would be kind – of, like, everyone a Week 17 bye. The Christmas bye. Mm-hmm. The Christmas bye. That'd be too nice for the players, though. Yeah, they would be. And then come back and, like – actually, that'd be kind of sick. Let everyone get healthy and, like, go all out in the last
1: week of the season. Yeah, I love it. Anyways. um, All right. Rookie quarterback rundown where Trevor Lawrence as uh the podcast Steelers fan. I – Needed the Jaguars to win. I knew that as I watched the Steelers-Ravens. Obviously, that went to overtime. That was exciting, too. But I had the Jaguars on. I had no hope. The Jaguars scored an opening touchdown, and then I was like, oh, my God, this might actually happen. <laughs> and then it did happen, and then obviously needed that that Raiders-Chargers game to not end in a tie, even though it almost did. Um, Should have. Trevor Lawrence played his best game of the year. Both from a efficiency standpoint and a fun standpoint um there was like no bad from him and this is a colts defense that has a a handful of pro bowlers uh everything was on the line for them and every yeah like i know carson wentz is getting a lot of shit and rightfully so but like this colts defense was not non-existent at times against the jaguars Um, On their first drive, Trevor Lawrence had a handful of big-time throws, and it kind of felt like he was feeling himself. And after that opening drive touchdown, the momentum, if you believe in that type of thing, was all on Jacksonville's side because they had nothing to lose. The Colts had everything to lose. Trevor Lawrence just felt like he played a lot looser. Uh, There was multiple times where not, not just like, Ten to fifteen yard throws. There was multiple times he's pushing it thirty to fifty yards, uh, which I hadn't seen like the last two times I watched them. Yeah, like the 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 play calling wasn't necessarily anything special. It just felt like Trevor Lawrence was being special. Uh, on that opening drive, he he uh, he. There was a third and twelve slant pretty early, uh, where he hit Marvin Jones and he put it right behind the linebacker. That was a pretty great throw. And then uh, later later a third and ten. Ray hit Jones on the sideline. Marvin Jones also had the best game of the season. Uh, I think it's the first time I saw Marvin Jones not drop a ball for them too. Because <laughs> um, then, yeah, and then his next one was a play action five step drop, fifteen yard post to Jones, and then uh, he hit Laviska in the sh- in the flats on a pretty cool f- play where they lined him up at running back. And then there was a second that the touchdown came on a second and goal. Where they kind of motioned Treadwell in and bounced him back out into the flats and, and T Law hit him. And the second quarter, um, they, they got they had two field goal drives that they didn't quite finish, but there was two major drops in this quarter. His first, I think it was his first throw of the second quarter, it was just a nine route to Laquan, the speedster Treadwell, who it, it had to have been 45 air yards, and Treadwell dropped it. And I was like, oh, God. It kind of, in that moment, I was like, they, they only had seven at this point. I, I, I felt like, oh, no, is this the Jaguars we've seen? Are they just going to implode now? No one's going to catch anything. But then he rips a slant to Chanel before a DB could jump the route, and it was a great throw. And then he he had a nice, like, kind of gutsy scramble on a third and four for a first down. Uh, and then he, he, he goes, play action out of the gun. There's no pressure. They got on time. Again, Walker Little looked good. Rips a 35-yard seam ball to Marvin Jones. Um, And this is right before the half, second and goal. He scrambles. He puts one right on LaVisca Chanel's hands in the flats in the end zone, and he drops it. And there was only two seconds left, so they had to kick a field goal there. But uh, it's two two drops that potentially um, lead to touchdowns, which is annoying for him. But based on... If if the Jaguars can get more talent around T Law in terms of pass catchers, like Marvin Jones still has something in the tank. And if he's your second he's more of a low level, second, high level third type guy in the savvy veteran you want there. Urban Myers out of town, so you won't have to clash with him anymore. Uh, I like bringing Marvin Jones back. Hopefully LaVisca Schnall develops a little more. A and if one. you can if you can get a like a really talented guy, uh early second round, perhaps. To take what Treble's doing for this team or DJ Chark comes back and looks healthy. Because if DJ Chark's your deep field guy, like that's a lot. Like Laquan Treble has pretty much been T Law's go to guy for several weeks. Yeah. Yeah. There was not a lot of O'Shaughnessy in this game. I just (laughs) opened it for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven straight weeks. Uh, Treble's have five plus targets. He's had over 50 yards in all of those games. Like he's actually been to, like, if you, even if you factor in the drops, he's been more reliable than a lot of their pass catchers. Oh, and that's not, th- that's not me saying like in defending him, that's me saying like, that's how bad it is for them. Also, pro football references. His nickname is mega Quan. <laughs> Confirm or deny. Have you called him <laughs> uh,
0: up? Constantly. To his face, um, <laughs> yeah. Like
1: I, I, I'm just trying to think. Uh, if if you get Chark back, LaVisca chanel back, Marvin Jones back, you you're hoping this team still drafts a wide receiver, right, on day two? I think because look,
0: all those three guys we this time or you know before the season we're saying you know what this this pat this pass catching group looks pretty good. Lawrence is gonna have weapons, blah blah blah, uh, and that clearly all fell apart. So yes, I think you have to get uh, a day two guy, ideally. And I, at this point in the NFL, I, I mean, we know the more the merrier I pass get. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think you go get
1: go get David Bell. Go get him a fifty fifty ball receiver is just gonna fight people. Yeah, no, I, I like that. That'd be good. Or if George Pickens declares, go get George Pickens. Yeah, and I mean, who knows where you can get Pickens too? That'd be that'd be exactly. Fun. Uh, and then, so the, they had thirteen points in the first half. And then in the second half they, they didn't need like he didn't have to make a ton of a ton of big big throws. Their defense really played well. Um and, and was getting them the ball back. But obviously I'm I'm sure you saw this. The kinda uh on I think it was second angle, the high snap in in, in T Lock kinda grab, juggles, grabs it, and hits Marvin Jones in the back of the end zone for a touchdown. Did you see that one?
0: Yeah, it was sick.
1: It was pretty sick. It was right? sick, yeah. And like that that was the play that was I think getting shown frequently from this game um and, and i thought i thought that was a good microcosm with the type of game he played like unflustered aggressive not giving up on things um the offensive line when it was shaky him using his athleticism to extend uh uh, I, and Marvin Jones playing a great game too because that was a great catch. And then the fourth quarter again, like they didn't have, to, uh, they didn't have to do him all that much. His biggest play was they had a fourth and two, um, kind of just past the fifty uh, into the Colts end, where they ran a zone read and it kind of sealed the game because he picked it up. Um, this was super promising. This was, I think, his most efficient game of the year, his funnest game in weeks at least. Like I'm trying to think. Like that opener against the Texans was pretty fun because he was just gunning it. Uh,
0: the Bengals game, I think.
1: The Bengals game, which yeah, is week which three was or four or five? yeah week week four. Yeah. Um, but I think this was his most complete game. Uh, no turnovers and and when I say no turnovers, like there was no turnover worthy plays. He was not putting the ball in conflict. Uh, and that that wasn't because he was just being a checkdown king like he had been the last couple weeks this was exciting And this Jaguars team if they can get the right guy in there I'm really excited because we all know how talented he is and he didn't seemingly didn't let a horrible season where everything went wrong get him down he finished finished off a uh, uh, cold team stopping a division rival from getting into the playoffs get him some more help and who who knows hey uh if if Maybe they trade back. Maybe they acquire more picks. Walker little looked pretty good. Maybe he's the left tackle of the future. Maybe they don't need Evan Neal. I wouldn't. Hate, I, that's kind of hate that. But like who? who? I say that's slightly tongue in cheek. But uh, yeah, I don't know. There, I mean, I wouldn't hate that, but like it's not a great year to
0: be trading out of. No,
1: you know what that's I mean? yeah. yeah, I know. Especially if um, you're doing it to add an offensive guy. Like there's not a lot. Like the yeah. drop off. for – in terms of just overall talent like regardless of offense position from Evan Neal uh to the next guy is pretty big i think like i, I think for the most part this class as a whole like outside of Evan Neal i don't think there's anyone in, that plays offense that's worth a, worth of a, uh, a first round pick probably or a, a top 10 pick sorry
0: yeah linderbaum's probably the next guy right and and he's a center right the positional value yeah not yeah. Again, if there, if this was a year with like a quarterback one and like a dearth of offensive t- you know what I mean? If this was theoretically if they had Trevor Lawrence and they're going into next last year's class, that'd be a great year to trade down, right? But
1: um Yeah, like to to me, just off the top of my head, um the 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 top offensive guys in the in this uh in this class are Evan Neal by a pretty big margin, Tyler Linderbaum, uh Kenyon Green, uh and, and I, I think Icky and Garrett Wilson would round up my top five, probably. Yeah, Icky probably. might that be over green. But, yeah, and, like, I love Garrett Wilson, but, like, he's not the same. I don't think he's the same top ten type receiver Agreed. we've seen in past classes. Agreed. Yeah, he's a top 10, he's ten type like, of receiver. Yeah, even though, like, I think he's going to be great.
0: Agree with you, Rob. Um, Well, uh, that, to me, that's not like the Jags should have looked like that all year long. You know what I mean? Like, I, And there was not really any reason for them to look this fucking pathetic. Other than Urban Myers, the worst coach in NFL history. Um, but uh, you know who didn't end on a high note, Rob? Zachary Wilson. Uh, and that sucks because was it last week where I thought it was his best game of the year? Yeah, I think it was last week. Uh, not this one. I'll give you the stats off the top. He was 7 of 20, 87 yards, did have a touchdown. It was a nice throw. I'll get there in a bit. Uh, and a couple carries for 24 yards. Um, <clears throat> the story of this game was the fact that he got sacked eight times. Um, and, I'll, and you know what? The offensive line was not good, but like the first drive, third and one, play action, right? Zach Wilson just kept fading back and back and back, and threw it away, and and that was kind of what he just kept doing. And except it wasn't thrown away, it was getting sacked. Second drive, play action again, <clears throat> had a, had time, hit a gun and in for the first, uh, but like he kind of had to go to the ground to get it. And I feel like that's something we've seen a lot from Zach Wilson this year too. Just like short arming balls and like throwing low and yes. behind and more of that going on this 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 game too. Um, then he had like a scramble on a third and ten. Uh, got a few yards but short. Punted. Uh, get back. Get the ball back. Third drive. I'm not going to top of the score because this game doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> he, he, the third drive easy throw over the middle, short of the sticks. Uh, came off his first read was you know fine. Was a good work. Um, then they ran like a, a wide receiver pass with Crowder where he, you know he took the snap and he, like just threw it back immediately. Nearly threw it clear over Crowder. I think it was Crowder. <laughs> Nearly threw it over his head on the throwback. It was really poorly timed. The receiver just, like, tried to run with it. It's just like, yeah, this just dysfunctional. Like, even when you try to run a fun – like, like look at the Lions. When they run trick plays, it works. They're, they're, they're good at it, even though they're a bad team. This team is just dysfunctional. Um, and then, like, and then it was a third and 13. And he held onto the ball way, way, way too long, took a sack. Punted, fourth drive. Uh, quick one. Missing out, had the ball batted, punt. Um, fifth draft, we see him like try to do some more fun stuff. Like he tried to like lair like a crosser like with a sidearm slick throw and it just went clear out of bounds. Um had to go over the middle, what's like for like five yards, maybe even he put it like high on him. And then again, third and ten, low, low, low ball, behind on a slant, caught by Keelan Cole, but like he had to go to the ground again to get it. Um I don't know why he keeps doing that. But they did go for it fourth and five. Uh, Cole ran like a little like delayed like angle kind of route at, at, like to the sticks, right? Wilson just like juiced it into him. It was a really nice throw t- between two defenders. And then Cole kind of just outran everyone. Touchdown. It was a nice play. Um, one of Wilson's better throws. Not, not like just juicing that ball in there between two defenders. I'm going to be honest. I don't know if he saw the defender coming underneath. <laughs> but he just saw like the guy in trail. But still great, great ball. And that was his touchdown pass and probably his best throw of the day uh next drive another third third down sack and they punt and then it's halftime after half uh guess what rob i'll give you one guess play action deep sack just kept happening um and then the next place it was second and 23 he kept it good choice picked up like 20 yards running the ball that's good work again i want to see him do more of that going into year two if he gets in year two um, <laughs> and then guess what third and three threw it low and away short of the sticks Um, but, like, there was a defender screaming down, so I think this time it was a good throw, because he completed it, um, but just, like, a bad choice, because, like, it was, you know, again, outside and low, completed, but, like, short of the line, uh, uh, short of the first down, so it was, like, really pointless, uh, they punted, eighth drive, like, just, like, literally just throw two, two balls in, no one out of bounds, punt, next drive, um, third and seven held onto the ball, too long sacked, punt, um, (laughs) (laughs) Tenth <laughs> drive. Uh Matt Hawk fucking dropped the ball, like uh, for the for the Bills. So they got a good scoring position. Uh like on like the twenty two or so. They ran a cool little play, like motion, play action, lots of dressing on, on it. They leaked uh Temin Coleman out from the backfield on a wheel backside. Uh Wilson lofts it up. Way short. It hit Tremaine Edmonds in the ass. <laughs> it just like Hell yeah. It would have fallen at like the the, the two and, and Coleman was three yards in the end zone. Uh wasn't great. Uh the next play, like, Wilson holding on to the ball, holding on, fading back, fading back, flushed outside, tries to throw it away, but he's already out of bounds. <laughs> Lost 10 yards on another sack. Uh, next drive, third and six. This is a nice throw. On like Backed up on their own goal line, third and six. Far sideline, through and out. The DB undercut it, uh, like, pretty perfectly, but it's just, like, perfectly placed, got in there. Um, wide receiver, like, did a good job of staying in bounce. Who was that wide receiver, Rob? Tariq Black, which I didn't know he was on a roster. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what well, the is, that, is, a, is that your undrafted rookie of the week? Yeah, one of them. <laughs> or out of nowhere, put him wherever you want. Um, so it's like, that's a nice throw. Uh, opposite hash going back to the opposite to the sideline. Good ball. Um, then, guess what? Sacked again. Immediate pressure this time. It wasn't him holding on to the ball. He's in a third and 19, just back where they were, back at their own goal line. They ran a screen. Um, running back was wide open. Easy completion. There was, like, two bills on him. Uh, like, not on the receiver, but, like, just, you know, getting blocked. It was all blocked well, and he had to band it, bat it down. I'm like, that should have been an easy throw. Just lobbed it over the... I think it was Epineza, but I forget. Anyways, um, next drive. Like, another just skipping ball to the... Like, he's skipping passes to the, to the first. Um, second and then, like, low but catchable on an in. Like, another low one dropped. Uh, third and ten... Like, he, he, he has to step up, like, kind of, like, drops back, has to step up, runs basically into his linemen, uh just nowhere to go and sacked. Like, third down, it's, I don't know how many third downs. I feel like every single one of his sacks came on third down. He had eight of them. Um, and then last drive of the game, uh, sacked on the first down. Uh, pressured but not sacked next play. And then did, like, a nifty little sidearm flip to the running back. It was well done, but dropped. And then third and uh, 20 throws it to the flats to, to Tyler Croft for some reason and also dropped. Um, so I think four drops and they kind of all came late. Eight sacks. Uh, uh, a lot of the sacks were on him more than off the line too. It was uh, – it's not promising. It is not promising for Zach Wilson. I don't – You had him. I think every time I watch him, he's bad. You get the ones where you're like, oh, he's got a little something in this one. Um, <laughs> but overall, uh Injuries, even like remove the injuries, a bad, bad season for Zach Wilson.
1: Yeah, not great. I think overall there was two to three games where maybe left a positive taste in your mouth. And like, and like maybe it's like, like a, it's like oh that aftertaste I mean, isn't so bad. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I, I mean, you can argue similarly to Trevor Lawrence, like maybe four or five games. Yeah. But I think with the the difference being what Lawrence was coming out of Clemson and the situation at least coaching staff wise being so much worse in jacksonville even though the jets not although i think we both believe in sala like you don't necessarily know what you're actually getting there but you knew what you're getting with that horrible jaguar staff yeah and i, I mean
0: and i do like Robert Salah a lot but i have way less faith in him coming out of the year than i did going into it
1: but you have still have more faith in him than you do do in Urban Meyer right now. <laughs> that's 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 for sure. Uh, yeah, tra- tra- Trey Lance didn't play. Justin Fields was out again. Uh, in Matt Nagy's final goodbye. So uh, the last two quarterbacks here, you have both Mac Jones against the Dolphins, Davis Mills against the Titans. Yeah, let's get to McCorkle here first. Uh, I'll give you the stats. Not not a
0: great game. Twenty of thirty. But this being said, like the stats are so much better than Zach Wilson's. Twenty 30 261 a touchdown to pick that I'm sure everyone saw in a couple carries for like four yards. Um, and the, the pick was the first throw of the day, third and two completely misread the coverage. Uh, thought Howard was in man. He threw it to the slot. Great play by Howard. Just jumping it. How was it? And they were down 14, uh, nothing, immediately. Um, second drive. It was a lot of like, you know, like, like classic Mac Jones, like second drive, you dumped to Ramondre, like a screen to, to, to Damien Harris. Um, like in third and six, like he just held onto the ball, like ways, kinda of floats it like outside. He got outside the pocket, kinda of floats it. Uh and kinda of had it knocked down to the line. Another weird kinda of knockdown. There's a lot of like just that. Like like you know, like dump offs and the odd good throw in the first half. Gets the ball back. They're down seventeen nothing. Um nearly throws another pick, but like it got bad at the line went straight up. Uh no fins could come down with it. Uh second and ten. Really good throw though, this one. Left the pocket, uh, just floated one up on the move. Uh, wide open Hunter Henry, 35 yards, good ball. Um, then a dump to Harris. Then, like, two nice runs from uh, from Harris, I think it was. Uh, then, like, and, you know, a little throw over the middle, short of the sticks. And then Bolden punched it in and it ran for a touchdown. Again, well, like, for the most part, on, like, I don't know, 95% of the scoring drives this year, it wasn't Mac Jones doing the heavy lifting, right? It was a lot yeah. of – it was Josh McDaniels doing the heavy lifting and the running backs. Anyways. Fourth drive, little dump to Harris off play action. He picks up 13. Uh, the next play, like, this one was kind of interesting. Like, he, he stepped up, uh, tries to, like, layer one to Jacoby Myers, a ballsy throw. There's three defenders around him. Uh, nearly completed. It would have been a hell of a throw if he got that in there. It was kind of uh, – again, you know, it's funny because it's an incompletion and, you know, Max has been pretty good. But, like, I like seeing that more from him because I'm like, okay, that if you almost made that play happen, then that would have been a hell of a throw. Um, had another, lots of balls batted today, had another one, uh, next play, and then, like, the third down, he, like, just ripped the ball out of bounds, I don't know what the fuck was going on, punt, uh, get the ball back, it's, like, two minute-ish situation, uh, play action, Max steps up, kind of scans, throws to the far sideline, this is a hell of a throw, like, 17 yards downfield, uh, hits Aguilar on, like, a comeback, it was a hell of a ball, just, like, deep and, like, opposite sideline, it was a great throw, Uh, Next play, like, throws behind Harry over the middle. It was a shit throw. Uh, Then he sacked on 2nd and 10. And then, like, 3rd and 18, uh, screen to Bourne, it gets 17. And then they line up uh, for 4th and 1. They try to get him to jump, and, like, Jones gets called for the false start. (laughs) And I don't know if he was going to go, but, like, it still sucked. And then it was halftime. And then they get the ball back. Um Nothing, like, too imp- impressive here. Like, a couple quick hitters. A um, couple nice runs from Stevenson. Uh, quarterback sneak for a first. Like, a little pop pass to Bolden for not much. Uh, and then he gets sacked, and they punt. Then seventh drive. Uh, fourth, second and two. Uh, second and four, Whipped outside, and, like, way too hard for Bourne. Um, then, like, next play, third and four, Jacoby runs a go. Uh, Mac lays it up, like, pretty beautifully. Like, Myers is, like... Like, he has to die for it. Um, got to stretch out. But it's a great catch. But, like, I still call it a nice throw. It was one of his better ones of the day. And then he gets, like, flush out of the pocket, incomplete. And then, guess what? Just fumbles a snap, and the fins get on top of it. <laughs> and that's about it. Um, and then, like, I don't know. You know what? I think Hunter Henry hasn't got enough credit for how good he's been this year. Especially for, like, a free
1: agent signing. You know what I mean? Like, he's been good. And like well, couple... It's fu- it's funny. I, I, I was just, like, looking over... Um... Kind of their season totals here and so obviously they signed Kendrick Bourne, Hunter Henry, Nelson Aguilar and Jonu Smith yeah and they, they they went hard in free agency yeah. uh Bourne and Henry really both look like they work ha, have worked out and are going to work out Aguilar and Jonu Smith not too much but I mean if you're hitting on 50% it's and also factoring in Jacoby Myers is a trustworthy slot like the The pass-catching position looks a lot better right now than it did entering the season. Um, It'd be nice if they could get another receiver maybe on day two of this draft or in the first round, perhaps, for Mac. Uh, Preferably, maybe a guy who can do some damage after the catch, can move around, can get pop passes, can get jet sweeps, those types of things. Because I think that would complement the offense Josh McDaniels has built around Mac Jones well um I, I i think like overall mac jones was clearly the best rookie quarterback yeah, season, all close. season long yeah and like he has his flaws and he's not overly exciting to watch but uh they they've they've got something going here um and it's hard to criticize him overall when you're seeing these other rookie quarterbacks
0: yeah exactly i think that's a good takeaway anyways i'll jump back in and finish this game up um couple more to henry like over the middle and but then a really nice one like corner to henry um good ball another play like where he had to extend for it but like well timed 32 yards then like a couple more like short of the sticks to henry and then a penalty and then it led to a field goal and then like a really cool play where it's like a deep ball to myers um 39 yards it was a hell of a catch, by a cool play i mean for myers it's a hell of a catch like he stopped his route and like had to leap with contact it was like a 50 50 throw um, I don't know if it was on purpose by Mac, probably not, but like maybe like a honey hole shot, but like, I don't know. Like I felt like he should have let him, but it was a big play regardless. So it's hard to shit on him. And then, yeah, like, like not much there yet. He had a neat little shovel pass to Harris and, um, I don't know, nothing really to, to write home about. I had a, I had a fade to the end zone. It was not a good throw, but he got play action and they scored and yeah, then it was the last play of the game where Myers <laughs> just gave it to the Finch for the touchdown. And it was like, yeah, I think that's a good way to summarize. It's like, he had a good year he got into the playoffs is was a spectacular in the year no but especially with how all these other quarterbacks have played it's hard to criticize him but davis mills has been i think overall the second best rookie quarterback yeah he has been and i don't know man you watch mills play and he looks good and here the best stat line from all these guys 23 to 33 301 three touchdowns no picks and he can move around too he had four uh, 12 yards on four carries um I'm going to do the first half really quick. I'm not going to do too much on Mills, but he definitely has. Like, the first half, not a lot going on. They were shut out in the first half. I think it was, uh, like, 17 nothing. Um, yeah. Not a lot going on. Like, you know, like the classic little bubbles to, to Cooks, but they weren't working. Um, he had, like, one, like, nice throw. 3rd and 15, Cooks was open. 20 yards downfield hit him. Um, kind of just thrown into, like, to no one, like, 3 or 4 times. But um, he's fun. Um I just like he's fun to watch navigate the pocket too. I think he does it better than he he does. Everyone maybe the best. Maybe the best. Um had one funny play on like a third and six before the half. Like Dupree Bud Dupree chased him. But like he outran Bud Dupree and then just fell on his face. <laughs> Would have had the first first down if he kept up and but there was a lot of just nothing in the first half. And then like second half they turned it on and they almost came and it's of course David Colley got fired today. But like this showed a lot of heart coming back and fighting like this and he had an awesome throw on, like, a, like, they started, like, kind of with, like, a, a throw to Damian Amendola. It was only nine yards on a crosser, but, like, it was across the field, and he's, he, like, he has this, like, nice little touch throw that he's got. And, like, he uses it, like, short stuff, but also, like, to layer it, and he did that a few times. Um, I think the very next play, like, he scrambled and nearly find, found Damian Amendola deep on the move, like he was on the move. It hit him on the hands, tough catch, but nearly, like, awesome. Um and then like he like just kept giving his guys a chance and, like he had a little pump he lobbed it up to burkhead over over zach cunningham and he made a great catch and then they did a little flea flicker and chris moore was wide open hit some touchdown um, next drive like play they turned it on man they play action next drive lobs it up to nico collins again he dunked on the db um had one like um where he got blown up as he threw it and like the ball just like went up for grabs like 12 yards downfield and someone nico collins who had a really good game i didn't put him anywhere else because i taught him i here uh, somehow he came up with it. Then he got sacked and then he missed uh, David Johnson. And then, like, 3rd and 19 scrambled, like, got 10 yards and it, it gave him the field goal. Um, then, eight drive. Like, a fucking, what a throw. It was a hell of a, like, just a fucking a, a whip to Danny Amendola over the middle for a big gain. It was a hell of a throw. Danny Amendola game, by the way. Uh, and then, like, a, just another nice one over the middle. Like, again, like, throws that, like, I write home about for the other quarterbacks. Yeah, like, <laughs> that, that Mills does all the time. Uh, not the, next set of downs, uh, play action, buys time, goes outside, finds a wide open uh, wide receiver back across uh, for the for back of the end zone for an easy touchdown. That was a hell of a play. And then they went for two, and like the sprint, to, sprint right to Danny Amendola for the to the pylon for two touchdown and to a point, obviously. Uh, Night drive, like just um, I felt like he was just getting into really good rhythm now. Like little quick one outside, uh, quick one over the middle. And then, like, uh, just a beautiful layered ball deep on a crosser. And it's just, like, when he's slinging it and he doesn't give a fuck and he's in rhythm, it's, it's really fun to watch. Um, and then next couple plays later, Danny Amendola, again, wide open down the sideline deep for a touchdown. He put it on him. He also doesn't miss open throws. Um, Davis Smells is good. David Smells is good.
1: It's like, really inter- yeah. interesting to see what Nick Casario does. Uh, obviously, you mentioned Cully being fired. Uh, it didn't. Honestly, I didn't feel like it was going to happen, and it kind of shocked me when it did. Just because, not the delay on not, it. No, yeah that that's why. Um, I think overall Cully did the most he possibly could with this team, and I think Tim Kelly and Pat Hamilton did the most they could do with Davis Mills as a rookie. And I I know obviously Tim Kelly was let go uh, officially. Uh, if Nathaniel Hackett and Green Bay, Bay gets hired as an off uh, as a head coach, uh, Tim Kelly's brother Dennis is on the Packers. Maybe uh, Dennis can put in a good word with Aaron well, Rodgers, get Tim Kelly that OC job.
0: Did you hear that? If they bring in Brian Flores, which is a hot name right now, uh, Pep might stay as OC.
1: I would like that because Pep Hamilton deserves an OC job. Um, I think I, I, I was I was dreaming about today. Obviously, Justin Fields is my son and I, I need i need this for him and i i wanted somehow brian dable to become the bears head coach and hire pep as his OC. <laughs> that was my dream scenario no connection just wanted it um but yeah no it's to me interesting to see what happens with the texans but it seems like more likely than not that they'll be rolling with davis mills next year which i good he deserves it yeah he does um
0: the one x factor here is clearly deshaun watson who knows what the fuck in the ever-loving fuck is going to happen with that situation, right? If Flores comes in and he – this shakes out however it does for Watson and he doesn't – and he's on the field come on week one. Um, you know what I would love is for the, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers to trade for Davis Mills. I'm just throwing that out there. I think it would be a great Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback.
1: Uh, I would like that a whole lot more than uh, Mason Rudolph. I'll tell you that for sure. Yeah, he's way better uh, than Mason Rudolph. Moving on to Rookies of the Week. I didn't have a definite offensive rookie of the week. I, it would be Trevor Lawrence, but I, obviously I didn't want to just put him again. So, I, I I wanted to take the time to highlight Devonta Smith's season with the Eagles. Um, he only The Eagles didn't play the starters against the Cowboys, so he only played long enough to break the Eagles' rookie receiving record uh, that Deshaun Jackson had set. Uh, he had four targets, three catches, 41 yards on his 14 snaps. He was cooking a fellow rookie, I'll mention later. Um, and I think had he played that whole game with Gardner Minshew, it would have been a whole lot more competitive because Smith was putting on a show early. He finished the year with 64 catches for 916 yards, five touchdowns, 43 first downs, 8.8 yards per target. I just feel as if because of the dominance Jamar Chase showed this year and Kyle Pitts showed this year, that Devonta Smith didn't get maybe as much credit as he deserves. He is everything the Eagles needed him to be this year, and... Every he's he's very much living up to being the tenth overall pick, the Heisman winner, um, in a, a kind of a run first type of offense that doesn't necessarily highlight Devonta Smith as much as another offense could. He he was phenomenal pretty much all year. Obviously, only only really two massive games was the Chiefs game early in the year, which felt like his coming out party. Yeah, and in uh, that Chargers game. Um, those were his only two hundred yard games. But overall, he was Mr. Consistent for them all year long, and I expect him to have a huge sophomore season. I'm glad you put him, like, just kind
0: of the nod, because I agree with you. He didn't get the credit he deserves. Uh, broke the Eagles rookie receiving yards record. Goodbye, Deshaun. Um, no, he had a great year. I put him for flash, and um, you're going to get into to the other rookie in a bit, so um, I'll, I'll wait for that stuff. Uh, my office rookie of the week was my um, day three rookie of the last few weeks. I gave him day three again just because he's been so good. But, like, I couldn't ignore him this week. I had to give him the the final credit because Amon Ross St. Brown has been absolutely phenomenal the last six, seven games, whatever the fuck it's been. He's been so good. Had another 100-yard game, eight catches. I think he's had eight catches in, like, six straight games. Uh, Another touchdown. You know what's awesome? I think we get, like, a little bit of a different taste from him every single game. Today, or today, Sunday, it was, like, um first of all like first one drag route nice move got good yak on it like he's getting i think it's two things he gets really easy yak or like he makes it look easy at least i love that and it was also them getting him um in in motion pre-snap they're doing such a good job his third catch of the game uh motion uh crosser great feel for running over the middle first down they hit him uh fourth catch like he lined up between the tackle and the tight end it was really cool Play action, just an in, first down. Um, then the touchdown motion again, and like he he came in across and a little like sitter route, and he actually like went back towards like the motion like to, back to the the, the 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 side he came in motion, and like it was just like a really clever little route and a really easy score and just like I feel like you can run that every play in the in the goal line and it'd be so hard to stop. And then another one like another drag um, in motion and he outran like three guys, snagged it low, good yak. And then um, probably his most fun play. Um, Justin In got hit it as he got as he caught it and bounced off and got like an extra ten yards. And he's been so good, man. And it's you know what, like when they took him, I thought I think we all thought that was a great landing spot for him purely because of opportunity. And it didn't be that, it didn't look like that way early, even though we're like he's the best player on this uh, on this position there. Finally got his chance, but then it's been they've been doing such a good job of using him. It's not just a perfect landing spot for opportunity, but they've used him perfectly. I don't think any other team would have been using him so well. I think you got to give credit to the Lions and obviously to him because he's been
1: great. Um, this wide receiver class overall ha- has just been, or even just to say pass catchers, just to in- include Kyle Pitts in the conversation, yeah. and Pat Fryer, move. but uh, yeah, like Jamar, Jamar Chase, obviously record-breaking rookie year. Kyle Pitts, record-breaking rookie year. Jalen Waddell, record-breaking rookie year with the receptions record. Uh, Devonta Smith broke the Eagles receiving yards record. Amon Ross St. Brown was the best day three pick of the whole draft. Yeah. Uh, Elijah Moore, before the injury, was really coming on. Rashad Bateman looks like he's going to be a dude too if the Ravens can do a better job get, giving him opportunities. Pat Friarmoose, Heath Miller, 2.0. Uh, you mentioned Nico Collins. He, uh, he had a pretty good year. Rondell Moore and Kadarius Tony both had their moments. Josh Palmer yeah. had his moment on Sunday. Um, everyone John, but John Terrence Bates. Marshall. Yeah. <laughs> Terrence Marshall, uh, like everyone it, but him,
0: I think, to, to be honest.
1: Yeah, him and Anthony Schwartz, I think, were the uh, – of the day Duff. one through two –
0: yeah, and dynamic, y- I guess. Yeah, you
1: know, yeah. oh, and and D, D. Eskridge. Actually, a lot of Mari Rodgers. she has Fitzpatrick. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Shut up. Fitzpatrick doesn't uh, fine. Um, But, yeah, really, really fun wide receivers. It's a rich time to enjoy wide receivers. My defensive rookie of the week is Saints, Corner, Paulson, and Debo which is hilarious because he was my week one rookie defensive rookie of the week, if I remember right. I think you're right, yeah. And now he's, yeah, and Packers. he's my week... Yeah, and he's my week 18 against the Falcons where five tackles, a pick, two pass breakups. The pick, I don't know if, if – did you see it?
0: I did, yeah, but break it down.
1: Uh, So he was covering Russell Gage who was uh, the Falcons' go-to guy all game. Russell Gage ran this like kind of stutter and go where Adibo was step for step with him all the way downfield, got his head around, made an incredible one-handed pick. And it's funny, his other big highlight was a pass breakup that was really similar, but rather than kind of um outside the hashes, it was – more down the middle of the field, where he 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 was running step for step with Gage, got his head around uh, last second, and almost made an incredible over the shoulder interception. Mm-hmm. But he, I, I think I only counted like one first down he gave up to Gage, and he he was for the most part just uh, shutting it down and holding it down. Two incredibly splashy plays. Um, he had a really good year, and he was a guy who looked like as a what was he redshirt freshman would yeah. be like i think he was a, like a freshman all-american and then the the sophomore year he he was uh banged up and the play wasn't quite to the same level and then he opted out the his his final year there um they take him in the third round he's looked great a lot of these opt-out guys have been awesome it's true it's
0: <laughs> it's really true um, I didn't have a clear defensive rookie of the week, so I just give it to the guy with the splashiest play, and that was Nick Bolton, who...
1: That, that's my
0: primetime star. Yeah, I know, I know. Who, it was 21-20, to 20, uh, the Broncos were in the red zone, uh, he recovered the, the, the fumble, uh, spun off lock, which was awesome, and then held it for the touchdown, uh, fumble returning touchdown to win the game, basically. Outside of that, I thought he just had a solid game, the, I mean, Gordon had a good game, but... Wasn't too much. Like he had the big chunk run, but other than that, wasn't too much going on, on the ground for him. Um,
1: yeah, it was like a forty-five yard run key. Yeah,
0: yeah. Bolton, like, like he had his struggles for sure this year, especially in the in pass coverage. But like overall, I think on the Kansas City Chiefs, especially you know a team that's contending for the Super Bowl, you got to be happy with what he's giving
1: you as a rookie. I, I think too. After those first like five, six, seven weeks, whatever it was. Uh, Spagnuolo started deploying him better. Yeah. His yeah. snap counts went down because he was predominantly playing on rundowns, which was where he was making a big impact for them. Uh, I'm pretty sure he let all rookies in tackles. Uh, he ended up over 100, um, which, I mean, that, that's not necessarily an indicator of being good, but he played a lot for a, a Chiefs defense that really turned it around in the second half. And that 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 was a big – that that play was fun because it was – Melvin Gordon the third, Melvin Ingram yeah. the third, Nick Bolton of Missouri, Drew Locke of Missouri. We had a lot of crossover there. It was <laughs> happening in Missouri, um, or, no, it was in Denver, but Kansas City's in Missouri, so that's good enough for me. Uh, but no, the Bol- Bolton played a ton for a rookie uh, on the two seed, so worth mentioning. Um, worst rookie, I'll stick at linebacker. Uh, I'm gonna go with. I, I didn't think there was a, a ton of blatant for me this week. Yeah, um, I went with Eagles linebacker safety Jacoby Stevens. crossed my mind. Yeah, who I thought looked he was playing like he obviously at LSU he played a bit of a hybrid role, but he was in quotations more of a safety. Um, they were playing him predominantly at linebacker this game. He played seventy one percent of the snaps, and he looked lost. The, the The Cowboys were targeting him over the middle. Like he didn't, he was not getting deep enough in his own drops. Um, which it's like looking so bad in coverage as a guy who is a safety was tough and he only played two games this year. Uh, and he played, uh, um, zero defensive snaps the week before and he just kind of got thrown into the fire, which I, like, I respect the Eagles wanting to throw the rookies into the fire yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he, he was, the Cowboys kind of took him to town and they were clearly targeting him. Worked for a
0: couple of the Eagles defensive rookies. I'll get there in a, in a bit. Uh, mine is mean, mine's mean. It's a, it's a Lions UDFA, but it's a new one. It's a new one. It's, it's Ryan McCollum, who was a Tex- a center out of Texas A&M.
1: Uh, wait, hey, is it, is it a new one? I, I talked about how bad he was like four weeks ago. Oh, though.
0: did you? I don't even remember that. Yeah. yeah. He, he played a lot in this one again. Disastrous. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I feel mean, but like he was so bad. Uh, came in like his first snap. I think he got walked right back in and they give up a sack. Uh, the Packers were just getting so much pressure right through him, right by him. I mean, could not do anything. And I feel mean putting him for worst rookie, but he was. He was the worst rookie. And Another thing
1: in my of just give me rookies a shot. They gave you more rookies a shot this week. Um, my underwhelming performance goes to Kyle Pitts. Um, underwhelming in that, like, the Falcons just didn't really seem to t- try to do all that much with him. Uh, which is kind of, it's it seems like it, it's so feast or famine. For I know. Him. Yep. Uh, and so he ended up with five targets, two catches, three yards. Uh, one came on just like a, a, a dumpage of the flats, and the other was like on a five yard hook or something um, over the middle. But it's just like they weren't flexing him out. They weren't putting him in motion. They were really, like really doing anything with him. And I don't know. It was just really boring because when you pick. When you get to do the Falcons game, it's like the one thing you're excited about is getting to watch <laughs> Uh
0: Sorry, I, I, my prime time. You said your prime time star was. Uh... Oh, right, right. Is Bolton? Yeah, I actually I will give you one. I thought I I thought Rashawn Slater had a really good game, but also, I thought yeah. he became a true star by virtue of everyone in the country just learning Storm Norton's name. So <laughs> not being Storm Norton. I think. Well, Sing well, a lot. Well, yeah. we're, while
1: we're while we're on the Rashawn Slater topic, did you see what Matt Rule said today? No. What did he say? Uh, sorry. let me find a quote tweeted. It. Uh, Matt rule confirms on, uh, I guess a local Carolina radio station that Rashawn Slater was not ideal tackle size and they weren't comfortable taking a guard that high. Also mentioned that he has a mobile quarterback in LA. What, Matt what is Matt rule doing? I don't
0: know. Cause he what was he? talking about, he, he's like an arm length queen. I, I don't think anyone in the, in football cares more about arm length at the tackle position than Matt Rule apparently because they was talking about this with Brady
1: Christensen too. And,
0: and like, but why is he even talking just, about Rashawn
1: Slater? Like, what? It, it seems weird. I'm I'm guessing they framed a, a question to him that about Christensen like, or something, uh, uh, either draft. about Christensen or about like JC Horn, about up uh, like should they have taken Slater? Yeah, or yeah. passed Passing on Slater, and I get explaining why they didn't. But he frames it in a way that makes it sound like Rashawn Slater's not good.
0: Yeah, that's a bad and, example. And then,
1: I, <laughs> and then throwing in also mentions that he's a mobile QB in LA, as if like that makes up for Rashawn Slater playing poorly when Rashawn Slater's had arguably the best rookie tackle year we've ever seen. Like just, also the, the whole the things so is supposed to be mobile too. By the way, Matt, like... Matt rules a bad coach, and I don't. Th- I think that's been the most shocking thing. Is like no one saw him coming to no one saw it coming that he would be so joe judge like yeah hey
0: uh the other joe brady got out of dodge at a good time say that Amen. Uh, um my underwhelming performance i'm gonna give two rookie running backs uh javante williams who i just touched on just felt like he could not do anything and gordon was better um just like a i mean he had a really good year but just like a eh, uh, way to end the end the end the season and uh, across the country, Michael Carter, who hasn't done as well as since coming back from, from the injuries. Uh, nine carries, 19 yards. I had three targets and just couldn't, couldn't connect on any of them. Um, just line's not good. But, yeah, I, I felt like Carter just hasn't been the, the same since he, like, since he he left for injury. So just kind of want to see him get back and get healthy. So
1: excited for that. Uh. My looks like a hit was see it's fun. The, the the fun part about the games that mattered so little in week 18 was I think the coaching staffs were more willing to play young guys we mentioned yeah. the Eagles for example uh Amir Smith Marset yep. became the Vikings huge playmaker yep. um early <laughs> early in the game um it, it it was uh it was they were down 14 nothing the Vikings won this game they were down 14 nothing Kirk like extends a play and finds Amir Smith Marset inside the twenty for like a thirty yard gain on the sideline. And then uh his next his next play was the touchdown. Um where uh they they had him um one on one on the uh, in, in the slot and he, he ran this this deep post that where he leaned uh like he had inside leverage and he leaned it outside on the D B and and the DB just, like, ate shit when he came out of his break, and he was wide open for a touchdown. And then he had another big play where it was, like, a deep one on the sideline. But overall, he had three targets, three catches, 103 yards, and a touchdown. And I don't know. It was, it was pretty cool to see him, a guy I liked so much, kind of yeah, who had done so little this year, <laughs> have such a big breakthrough game. Um, the Vikings know how to develop receivers.
0: I. Uh... Yeah, it doesn't seem like it. Um, <laughs> My looks like a hit is Sherron Merig and I kind of wanted to do this as, like, a full season because Merig had, like, maybe, like, the quietest rookie safety season I can remember, and that is not in a bad way. That's in a good way because he was consistently good. Um, He wasn't, you know, <clears throat> he was just never getting beat for the big one, and he was not getting beat much at all. and so this game, I don't think he... Charges really. He, Gus yeah.
1: Bradley knows a thing or two about
0: single he high safety. He does. He does. Yeah, and I think he's going to be a very good long-term starter. And hopefully that like the big play making comes. But like
1: if it never does, uh, he's already good. He's going to be good. You know what's fun about him is he played every single snap in every single game except week three when he played ninety-three percent of the snaps. Like, yeah, that's, he, that's
0: he, he's he, on the he field played, so much. Yeah. And I feel like we Thanks. didn't talk about him that much because like he, he wasn't making those big monster plays and wasn't having monster games, but he wasn't having bad games in the least either. No, um, My two
1: looks like, I put two for looks like a miss. Um, Beat it up both on because this they, week. Yeah, both because they played better than I thought they were going to. Uh, and I checked this because I thought I liked, like I did like Brandon Stevens coming out of SMU but I had him in the 200s and I thought it was when they took him uh, in the third Ravens took him in the third round it was a bit of a reach. He played a ton for a rookie and he was playing all kinds of different like they they they're playing him as a big nickel, they're playing him as a safety and then uh, against the Steelers uh they they were so beat up at corner. Like he ended up playing outside corner and he looked really good. And he had a really really good Swiss Army knife type DB season for them like when I say really good, I mean really good for a rookie who, who has only been playing this. Like he, he was originally at UCLA as a running back. Yep. played DBS for two years, and I was a starter on a Ravens defense. He's AJ, like impressive. Brandon Stevens, I still
0: one forty nine. I'm checking. I just okay, checked. That was my
1: yeah. that was my control F noise that you just heard. Uh, <laughs> uh, also, and then my other like Walker Little is the the definite like big big one. Um, he's he's looked really good at, at times for them this year and like it, I kind of wish they played him more but he had yeah. a great game against
0: Indy um, I looks like a miss, it wasn't that bad of a miss but I wanted to bring him up because he had a great game uh, Saturday night I thought and I put Milton Williams in especially because I know you're higher on him than I was. My king. I had him 8 ninth. he went 73rd so not like a big miss but he looked, he looked really good against the Cowboys and uh, three tackles, two TFLs, uh, batted a ball down. And he had, like, back-to-back monster reps. Like, one where he just, like, walked the lo- uh, the left tackle back uh, and, like, nearly get a sack. And, like, right after that, he got, like, a TFL. And he kept stacking good plays together and, like, be-, be winning. And, um, I mean, it's not like he had a bad statistical game. But, like, I felt like he could have, like, a, a monster, monster game. I thought he had a sack before I looked at the, the-, the-, the uh, box score, too. But, no, he had a really good game. He looked good when they mixed him in the odd time, too. Um, it to be fun to see how, like, they keep deploying him and using him
1: at, at, on the defensive front. Um, my – oh, wait. Spotify Greenroom, the live, <laughs> audio-only sports talk platform that's free to download and to use. Talk to me, other fans, athletes, insiders in real time. Perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. Share your own experiences on the app. All you need to do is download the Spotify Greenroom app free in the iOS app store, create a profile, link your Twitter, join – and be notified when Green Rooms go live and come with your spiciest takes. Uh, okay, let's 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 burn through this this back half and, yep. and call it a year. Uh, my two needs to step it up are Alex Leatherwood. He needs to step it up in the playoffs, playoffs. for the Raiders. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because um, even though they won that Chargers game, I didn't think he looked very good. Um, <laughs> and and Quiddie Pay, and it's more of a they need him to step it up in year two. He had his moments as a rookie but I thought he was going to be a defensive rookie of the year type of candidate, and yeah. it never really happened. And, like, against the Jaguars, he he was he, – he had one almost sack where Trevor Lawrence ended up, like, kind of running for three yards or so. Um, but outside of that, like, not a whole lot going on for him, and I, I just want to see more in year two. Uh,
0: I'm going to give you two and similar ideas. Uh, one, a playoff guy. This is literally just uh, me being selfish. David Collins, <laughs> he needs to step it up because – um, hey, if they if they want to make a deep playoff run, maybe they'll need a more than eight snaps like they did this week. And if he wants to be on the field, he literally has to step it up. I don't know. You can put him at any negative spot any single week, but there you go. And um, similar to Pay, I'll give you one: uh, Greg Newsom, who had a like a, maybe his worst game of the year this week against the Bengals. Like he just was giving up a lot. Like just in, like such a nothing game. Like, who cares? But like I don't know. I just like to see a little bit better. And um. He had a really good year, but, like, it was a little eh down the stretch, I thought. But, like, I, so this is really just me saying he's good. I want to see him take that, that like, big leap next year and be as
1: good as he sh- could be very well. Uh, not ready to play. I mentioned Devonta Smith cooking at a dude. Uh, that dude was Kelvin Joseph, the Cowboys rookie corner. If I may Ooh. jump in
0: here really quick, I thought he was terrible. PFF loved him. What? Yeah, I don't know. They're they're like giving, I swear to God, they're giving credit. I started reading, them, like I don't understand, I closed the. Like he wasn't as bad once Devonta Smith came out, but he because he had the the like the I don't know was it a couple snaps in where he had the interception go right through
1: his hands and <laughs> Devonta Smith's hands. Yeah, I thought uh, he was bad. I
0: thought he was bad. Yeah. Uh, I agree
1: with you, and, and and more so like he was taken top fifty, and yeah, he pretty pretty much didn't have a role until. Two weeks ago or so, and I don't know if he's going to be playing a lot in the playoffs, but that that that's a worry for me if he is.
0: Yeah, no. he just I doesn't
1: agree. look ready. No. I uh, also, I put I put Ben Skaronic. He's running too <laughs> many routes for my liking against the Forty Nineers. He, he plays a and, lot. And doing nothing. he plays slow. He's a good special teams player. Skaronic has been on the field way more so than much, he would be.
0: and we we haven't talked about it enough. Because like I was, I don't know where to put him. Because he have one catch, and it's like, well, I can't see it a bad game. It's just like, I don't know. Um, I put, I put not ready to play, Deontay Smith, who got in for the Bengals this week. Uh, twenty eight snaps. I'm glad they got him in, but he was just not ready. Uh, he got beaten, in like at least five different pass for reps. Um, it was a struggle for him. I like him. He's a project though. But I, I'm glad they got him in. But it's there's a reason he wasn't playing all year.
1: Um. Best day three rookie, I'll give you two backs. Kenny Gainwell looked really good against the Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah. In that kind of expanded role. That was pretty fun, right? I, I got him later, yes. Uh and then Elijah Mitchell uh against the Rams. It's just picking up five, picking up ten. It's the same thing every week with Elijah Mitchell. Um I I I, I wanna see how that 49ers running back room looks next year. Yeah. But I have a hard time seeing Trey Sermon having much of a role behind him.
0: Uh, um, I had to just Double down on Amon Rod Because he was so So good I'm sorry Yeah I love it I love it Uh, Best UDFA I'm going back to the Lions You know who came out This week baby Brock fucking Wright he had an awesome uh, Touchdown and, Like a sweet Like double reverse and then he Showed some wheels Running to the end zone Had two catches 51 yards And a touchdown Seven seven catches His whole career At Notre Dame But like he's not bad He's pretty good Brock Wright He's going to hang around I think and I'll give yeah, you—he is, eh?
1: He's, yeah. he's like—he's—he's he's a good player. It seems yeah. like,
0: yeah, he's—he's he's like, um, he's like the poor man's John Bates. Um, <laughs> and I'll give you one more, who I kind of keeps flashing for the Texans. I mentioned before, Michael Duham for the Pride Ruckers. Um, he only had one tackle and a quarterback hit, but like, I felt like when he was on the field, he was winning. He was winning a lot in pass uh, as a pass rusher. I like that. So the two guys, low key guys, going into their offseason on two bad teams that are promising. Uh,
1: I can't believe you didn't mention Jaquan Hardy. I put him for uh, I put him for out of nowhere. <laughs> Jaquan Hardy had his touchdown run. Hard knocks was always <laughs> right. Uh, my, my my other one, Jared Patterson. Like not a big statistical game, but my main takeaway was he looked really good in pass protection. Oh, I, that's which, that's
0: really good for him getting on the field and staying for a, a five late. seven running back too.
1: Yeah. Uh, and my other one, Adam Prentice, the Saints fullback. I just wanted to shut him out. I've written his name, name down, like, so many weeks, just waiting to say him, and, and I never, know. like, get I had a chance. In, uh, I do now. I know. Uh, rookie Zoo flashed uh, a couple quick ones. Josh Palmer looked pretty good. Yes, he did. Pat Fryermuth was Mr. Checkdown for Ben. Six catch, 53 yards. Tyson Campbell played a hell of a game against the Colts. He looks like a potential corner one. Uh, Ambry Thomas, I thought played his best game of the year that I'd seen against yes, the Rams, and obviously sealed uh, it. And yeah, that 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 was a bad ball from Stafford, but he went up and got it. And Stafford just want to go home. <laughs> um,
0: I I had Devontae Smith here because I thought he was a good one to put rookie for slot because he only played. I don't know how many snaps he played, barely any. Fourteen. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> but you no, know, I thought he looked great. Like obviously he had the the Minshew should have had the interception go through Kelvin Joseph's hands and land right in his and had that like sweet comeback route. That was Joseph again and, but like the, the way he broke back was just like lightning, man, and then had that awesome leap. Like he looked good for this three catcher then broke the Eagles rookie rookie uh yards record. Um and also uh, put Jalen Waddle again. Didn't have a monster game, five catches, twenty seven yards, touchdown, but he b- broke uh Bolton's record, uh, for a single season rookie receive uh, reception. So Two record-breaking, uh, teammates, first-round wide receivers. So I just got to give them a the shout out, both of them. You're out of nowhere. Was Jaquan Hardy? I had Hardy, and uh, I'll give you one more, Patrick Johnson, also for the Eagles, also on the defense. I thought he was kind of playing pretty good ball there. Five tackles, just solid, especially when you
1: see uh, how bad thing was. Stevens. Uh, my, uh, mine is Hardy's teammate, and a guy I liked in the process, Matt Farniok, the Cowboys' right guard. In his 11 snaps against the Eagles, I liked his hustle. He was mashing. <laughs> um, <laughs> my start the Rook
0: is a guy you mentioned already. Kenny Gainwell, like I, like you said, he had a really good game, 78 yards, touchdown, a couple catches. I, I just don't like how feast or famine they are with getting him involved. Get him involved in the playoffs. Like, you can use him as a chess piece. Let's see, like, time the throws to him. Like, you know what I mean? Just use him. A little bit more. And like, I feel like I haven't liked the way they used him. But when they've got him involved, he's been good. So I just want to see like a consistent role if they only do one and done, but like a consistent role going into the wildcard
1: weekend. I opted not to choose someone who's playing again this year. And just the Bears need to obviously start Justin Fields, but build this offseason, this offense around Justin Fields. His head coaching hire needs to be all about Justin Fields. He threw for 1,800 yards, 7 touchdowns, 10 picks as a rookie. Ran for 420 yards. He had his moments. He had a couple of huge games. I think if you were to make a list of the, the top five rookie games, he had two of them, three of them. Um, they And Nagy's finally gone. They need they, they can't get this head coaching hire wrong. They need to hire an offensive guy who is going to mold this offense around Justin Fields' aggressive passing and Ability as a runner, please for the love of God, we saw how good he could be, and uh, good work, AJ. We made it through a record-breaking rookie year.
0: Oh, just to be clear, your uh, your set the
1: rook is Larry Barum next year. Correct. <laughs> love Larry. Tevin Jenkins played the second half against the Vikings, so that was cool. Must be bad? He's better than he
0: I've ever seen him play. So well, that's awesome. Okay, uh, so bear down and uh, enjoy the playoffs, right?